From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter. And back with me today is Jennifer Schutt, who covers the appropriations process for CQ. Thanks for joining me again, Jen. Thanks for having me. So as early as this week, President Trump's effort to claw back $15 billion in previously approved spending could get a vote on the House floor. But the so-called rescissions package has angered Democrats and left even some Republicans a bit uneasy. So, Jen, what's all the fuss about here? Moderate Republicans in the House and Senate have various concerns on this rescissions package. There's a lot of different line items in it. One of the biggest ones is the $7 billion reduction to the Children's Health Insurance Program. We've heard a lot of concerns in both chambers from members of both political parties about that. And so right now it sounds like leadership in both chambers are taking a look at this package and trying to really explain to their members that sort of White House position that these are funds that would not impact health care coverage for children in the CHIP program. It would also not have a huge impact on spending overall. So whether or not that position from the White House can sort of trickle down, if you will, to the concerned Republicans in each chamber remains to be seen. The White House is saying that it won't cut any health insurance coverage. Why are Democrats upset about it? So one of the things that we typically see in those catch-all spending bills is a lot of rescissions. And in the fiscal 2018 omnibus, which passed in March, there were a handful of rescissions. And when you cut that spending in a spending package, you can redirect it to other areas to help pay for other things. And one of the concerns we've heard from members of both political parties, not just Democrats, is that cutting this $7 billion from CHIP now may cause a problem later when you may need it or similar funds to patch a hole. So it gives them less flexibility, they fear, down the road. Uh, if if they have to forego this money right now. Correct. And, of course, Republicans just say it's never going to be spent. But then Democrats are also concerned here about where the Trump administration targeted these cuts to, right? It's all from non-defense. Right. It's one of the things we see when lawmakers go into these budget negotiations is that when you're talking about increasing spending, Democrats generally want dollar for dollar or something similar. So when you increase defense, you're also increasing non-defense discretionary spending programs like the National Institutes of Health, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and a range of other domestic issues. Um, And one of the things that we're starting to hear discussion about right now is whether or not when we cut spending, we should also be cutting it equally between non-defense discretionary accounts and defense discretionary accounts. Of course, this request does not include any reductions to defense discretionary spending. Or as Steny Hoyer put it last week, the House Minority Whip, not one red cent came from defense. I think his his emotions on that were pretty clear. Um, And the Congressional Budget Office looked at this proposal over health insurance money last week and concluded it won't make much difference. It said cutting the funds won't deprive any children of health insurance, but it also won't help reduce the deficit because this is money that wasn't going to be spent anyway. So is this more about politics than policy, you think? To an extent, there is. it's a midterm election year, so pretty much everything we deal with here in Washington, D.C. is about politics, but sometimes it's also about policy. And so one of the things that we're going to see discussion about as this rescissions package moves through the House and Senate 
is what are the real implications of that. But we're also, in terms of policy, in terms of government spending, but we're also going to get that midterm election vibe to this. You know, technically, when lawmakers in the House vote for this rescissions package, if it still includes the CHIP provision, technically they will be voting to cut $7 billion from the Children's Health Insurance Program. In a tough midterm election year where Republicans are looking to defend their majorities in the House and the Senate, that is a very easy campaign ad right there. You know, lawmaker so-and-so voted to cut children's health insurance funding because they don't want children to get health insurance or something like that. Republicans would frame this whole thing as, as an effort to, to trim bloated federal government spending. Right. We've heard a lot of quotes from lawmakers in the past week since the rescissions package was formally sent to the Hill that this is sort of getting the weeds out of the garden and things like that. And it's sort of, you know, doing some housework and it's not a a big rescissions package like what it could have been. This rescission package has nothing to do with the Omni. It's looking at funding that has been sitting aside more than one, two and three years that cannot be used and are just sitting in an account. Why would you let it sit there and waste and not give it back to the American public? So we're definitely going to hear a lot more of that as this moves forward. So we know Democrats are likely to vote against this, but you've been talking with House Republicans. Do they think they have the votes to pass it now? The House Republicans did a whip count last Thursday. The official results of that have not been discussed with reporters yet. We've heard from Rules Committee Chairman Pete Sessions last week that there are some concerns about this chip funding among House Republicans. And so it sounds like there's a bit of an education campaign going on. And whether or not that impacts the final floor vote, we don't know yet. We haven't seen this package put on the official House floor schedule, but we heard from House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy that it's likely to come up soon. Okay, so chances are they think they can get it passed on a party line vote, right? Correct. Okay. And yet even if it passes the House, the big test would come in the Senate. How are things looking there? Things are very questionable in the Senate. Senator Lisa Murkowski, a Republican of Alaska, and Senator Susan Collins, a Republican of Maine, have some concerns about this children's health insurance program reduction. There's also concerns from Senate Appropriations Committee Chairman Richard Shelby, a Republican of Alabama. Uh, there's One of the rescissions would reduce highway funds within the Appalachian Regional Commission, And apparently that is something that benefits his state. And so he has concerns about that line item being reduced. And it sounds like in talking with various Republicans and Democrats in the Senate that there's a lot of these line items here. Senator Shelby said something along the lines of the the administration may not have vetted this as well as they should have. So it sounds like there's a lot of concerns. So if this package moves from the House to the Senate, we could see it altered quite a bit once it arrives in the Senate chamber. And we should say that that the margins in the Senate are very close. It's a 51-49 Republican control. Correct. And there's also Senator John McCain is not there at the moment. And it's not expected that he'll be back in the coming week or two weeks. So they only have 50 votes max. Right. They cannot lose a lot of Republicans on any party line provision in the Senate and and advance it. And Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has yet to endorse this package. Right. He's been very cool. He said last week that he wants to see what the House does with it first. And after the House takes it up, the Senate will look at it. He definitely has not gone as far as promising a floor vote. Okay, so we'll be watching this week and next to see what happens with what the Trump administration says would be the largest single rescissions package Congress has passed, if it passes it. 
My thanks again to Jennifer Shutt, our appropriations expert, for joining me. Thanks, Jen. Thanks for having me. And thank you all for listening. I'm David Lerman, your CQ Budget Tracker. We'll be back next week. Until then, you can keep up to date by reading your daily CQ Budget newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or NPR One. And for more budget news, you can visit rollcall.com or cq.com or find us on Twitter. The handle is at CQNow or at Roll Call. See you next week.